Hey, I'm Justin. This is Chaz. Join us as we look back together, but learn to stay present. Come with us as we rise up with hope on the horizon. This is the podcast of Extraordinary Millennial Gentlemen. And three, two. <laughs> I still love that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we're back. We're back for the final discussion. Okay, it's not going to be the final discussion ever, right. but yeah. in this series of discussing, discussing fatherhood, yeah. discussion, discussion, I've been doing discussion on with you. So we've been talking about fatherhood, and yeah. we're going to cap that off this week with looking to the future, mm. what's on the horizon. Yes. Um, and what does that mean for our families, for our culture, for our society? Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get there, though, of course, Chad, uh, I yes. want to know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love this question. Like an old friend who just shows up. Oh, every hey, welcome. Episode. Welcome. I Where have you been? That. <laughs> I do want to know, though, yeah. what you have been consuming over the past week. You know, and it's it's funny because I, I know this is in our, our lineup, but every time it catches mm-hmm. me by a surprise. So I like it because every time I'm like <laughs> off the cuff, just like, oh, yeah, crap. What was my think, what, what did think. I do this last week? What was I consuming? Um, so for me, um, had my so about this time last week mm-hmm. had my yearly physical with the doctor. OK, the, okay. the checkup and I was like. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. I you know I talked to her about some stuff, and um, so she was like, "Okay, well, give give your know, your exercise a, a bit longer go, see how it goes, mm-hmm. and then you know, we have a, a backup plan." So this week I kicked it in gear. I got up each morning and hit the treadmill, Ooh. Uh, which I usually just do one or the other in after I get off work. I was like, yeah. "I'm doing a double day week." Double. So it was like nice. football, but like two a days, but way two less tone down, yeah. way less tone down. This is like <laughs> whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. not going to the NFL or anything on this, but um or high school. <laughs> yeah. I'm going back there. Uh so anyway, the routine is uh 30 or 45 minutes, depending on when I wake up in the AM. Solid, solid. With at least an incline of three and at least a speed of three. I've been pushing Ooh, four or five yeah. incline, just just a good Get the calves walk awake. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm hitting my body weight training exercise through mm-hmm. the app after I'm off. Isometrics. So I, I did yes. that all week. So okay. I'm happy. So that was great. I mean, I feel nice. good. I was exhausted yesterday. So that was my big consumption. And mm. hopefully I'll have some good news to report back on the efforts of this week and a few more weeks of this. Solid. So I like give it. it. Give us some extra gas. Um, so we'll see what happens. Hey, you got gas in the tank, man. Just keep the foot down. <laughs> got to keep burning that gas. Uh, That's awesome. Gas. Anyway, yeah, what about on your end, though? Well, let's see. Uh, I finished a book by Eric Larson, mm. Beast in the Garden, or in the Garden of Beasts. Yeah, uh, wasn't my favorite, all said and done. I was waiting for something to kind of get more interesting, mm. and it kind of didn't. Yeah. I would say it had a... It, it, I can't even say it piqued my interest. It kind mm-hmm. of plateaued my interest. It kind of went, mm, and then just kind of <laughs> stayed. I was waiting for it to like, okay, come on. Oh, and then what? Yeah. And then what? And it's like, 
And then everything happened exactly the way you assumed it was going to in the yeah. very near future. It's like, oh, well, mm-hmm. okay. So I wouldn't say it was anticlimactic. It was more just uh, predictable, mellow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. So that was a little bit of a bummer. Uh, I would definitely still recommend that author for anybody who loves history. Yeah, it is nonfiction. What was the topic of this book again? The this particular uh, one of these in the Garden of Beasts is about the family of the American diplomat who was assigned to Germany Mm. uh, during the rise of the National Socialist Party, aka Nazi Party. So the era would have been. 1933 let's say to 1935 yeah and uh that doesn't seem like a a lot of ground to cover but in germany's history that was kind of consolidates power and the nazis consolidate power yeah. Uh, would I read it again? Absolutely not. Mm, uh, yeah. It was probably, ooh, I know this isn't a formal book review. Yeah. I'd probably give it like a five. It was just right there in the middle, ooh, just yeah. kind of bleh, right on. Yep. So I don't know if I'm going to pick up another one, one of his books. Uh, you guys out there, if you've read Eric Larson before, Eric with K, Larson with the E and I believe, or O-N, um, let me know if I'm missing something. Uh, if yeah. there's maybe uh, uh, a climax to his uh, yeah, uh, repertoire, over it. yeah, yeah. Um, curious, have you started? Uh, so, yes. little plug here for the future book: mm. Blood, That's Sweat, right. and Pixels. Jason, Pixels. Jason's. Yeah, I'm going to show his last. ding dong. No, sorry, Jason. I have That's idea. right. It's one of those shars. Um, I'm Blood, Sweat, into that Blood, one. Sweat. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's yeah well-written book mm -hmm. uh episodic which is really cool i like that Mm -hmm. but uh i'm still in your thunder sir go ahead oh no i i don't want to dive into it i was just curious if you started it initial thoughts because this this will be our next book review and uh yeah i'm should be coming up soon yeah yeah i paused on my other book to to dive into this because i know i had a late start and man i'm just i'm into it i'm already i think i'm on chapter seven i've got Ooh, snap yeah cruising through so why i'm on chapter three so i'm 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 definitely a little bit behind um behind you and your furious pace but it's it's a it's a, it's a great read yeah you don't even have to be a tech person Oh, no. i'm relating to a ton of like the project management mm-hmm. process engineering marketing it's just a really well-written book about what it takes yeah yeah to get a a game released it's amazing so far yeah yeah i was just gonna say my main takeaway thus far is just like i had no idea i mean when you sit Mm. down to think about it i don't know if many people do because it's gaming industry and it's like a you know kind of a luxury item uh, which most people have some form of gaming system i mean mostly on their mobile right um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, and to realize what all goes into that and the money and the time. Dude, and the, isn't that crazy? Uh, wow. I was just, yeah, money. By some of those, some of those dollar bills just dropping for, oh, for sure. extra couple of years and actually a couple of, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands on some of them. Yeah. Big, big numbers. So 
I've got to throw this out and change gears a little bit. Everybody yeah. listening in, that will be an upcoming episode. Yep, yep. Uh, if you guys haven't uh, picked that book up or give it a read, check it out. It's absolutely a good read. I'm looking forward to that review with you. Yep, it'll be great. Switching gears. Yep. Something that I have been secondhand consuming. Okay. Yeah. I'm in the same room. I'm working on something for work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I don't know, folding laundry. I mean, pick something, right? That's yeah, not right. like super focus, mm-hmm. uh, type effort and secondhand consumption of a series mm-hmm. on Netflix. I think is very popular oh, yeah. on Netflix called call the midwife, a British mm-hmm. drama. Yes. Oh, about yeah. I, the, I believe my wife went through that series already. Yes. Oh yeah. Gee, if she already went through it, she's seen many, excuse me, the portrayal of many babies born. Yes. Yes. Many women screaming. Mm-hmm. Um, and many British Cockney accents. Oh, I've got a baby in me. <laughs> Do I? So it's That's not right. as entertaining as House. Uh, There's no like yeah. snarky, humorous character. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's okay because it's a very like emotion driven series, not just because of the subject matter uh, right. covered, you know, birth, mm-hmm. but there's a ton of death in it. Oh, um, not violence, but death. Yeah. There's quite a bit about poverty and class that's mm-hmm. kind of interesting in that. But beyond that, um, so if you guys ever watched the show House, Chaz, I know you were a huge, oh, a huge fan. fan. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the diagnostic aspect of House and trying to figure out. So there's a mystery, right? Yeah. Pretty much every oh, House episode. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> for the win every time sarcoidosis. my horse and their race is always sarcoidosis yes definitely and then go check their apartment they may be poisoned <laughs> yes. check for spores can you okay. break in their house thank you that's right break in their house and check for spores okay, okay. not trying to ruin that series love no. that series much respect but call midwife i can't help because of my house background mm-hmm. to just think like mm, i think i know what's wrong Oh, She's yeah. like, oh, she came in with bleeding. What do you think is wrong? I'm like, constipated. It's like <laughs> my wife's like rolling her eyes. Like everything is not about poop. I'm like, I think she's constipated. Uh, yeah. So then anyway, I, I've been right on a handful of things. Um, there's an episode. I don't know what season she's on. Yeah. Again, I, everybody, I'm consuming this secondhand. I'm kind of glancing yeah. up, right? Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, I called a couple episodes ago that the uh, female lead who goes mm. in for a gyne- gyneco- gynecological, whoa, can't say that word. Gyneco- Can you say fast. it? No. Gynecological, 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 gynecological. Okay, that was like 3.2. You got and I, I went really, I went like, very gynecological. Okay, she goes in for OBGYN. Yeah. There you type go. Yeah, that's why it's service. Yeah. Okay, and I was like, she's a man, baby. She's a man. And sure enough, that was like the premise. I was, and, and my wife was like, you didn't know that ahead of time. I was like, here's the thing. The portrayal is of somebody who has like hermaphroditic, uh, yeah. you know, biological composition, mm-hmm. yeah. XY chromosome kind of. Yeah. Know, house right? has a couple episodes on that. Yeah. Right. So yeah. <laughs> everything ties back to house. Yeah. That's it's a high standard. I'll give yes. you that. But uh, yeah, I kind of called it and I said, no, no, 
I'm not trying to give you the entire plot line of this episode. I'm just telling you that that person uh, acting is a, is a man. Hmm. And she's like, no, she is cute. That was at the beginning of the episode. End of the episode, she's like, okay, maybe that was portrayed by, by, okay. by a guy. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. well... That's well, almost yeah. Shakespearean. So, uh, back oh, back yeah, then, that's all true. the men played the women roles in, in oh, Shakespeare plays. So that's true. No, yeah. no, not hating on that at all. But yeah, it was. Yeah. It's just that. It's just that competition with my wife. I was like, I'm not invested in the series at all. <laughs> Which so I like to poke. Stuff. Yeah, I like to poke. Poke the bear. You know, sarcoidosis. Yeah. <laughs> Can't say it. Gynecological. The Garrets. The Garrets. That one's hard to say. Huntington's. Parkinson's. Yeah. Wow. Terrible diseases. So, okay. Yeah. Another episode for another day. I, yeah. Clearly we need to have like some house mantra mm. look back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm. Maybe we can get him on. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. You. Yes. Dude. Can we get his CBR on? Remember when he had that Repsol CBR mm. motorcycle? Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, that is my bike, bro. CBR. For everybody out there, I don't own a motorcycle. That's that would be the bike though. Mm, that's the character. So nice. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, yeah, man. That's that's exciting. So we're gonna switch it up a little bit today for everybody. Yeah. We're gonna finish our discussion in this series about fatherhood. We have talked about a little bit of retro and looking back, mm-hmm. some of our childhood, what we remember, whether it was good, whether it was bad. I mean, it was mostly good. And we looked at the present. And some yep. of the struggles, but some of the fun and the hope and successes. Right. Right. So now we need to turn our eyes towards the horizon, to the future. And I really want to start it today with the mentor minute. So yep. everybody, sit back because it's a doozy today. But I think it fits um, bring it. and frames our discussion. Oh, well, bring it. Okay, <laughs> so demanding. All right, here we go. This little ditty. This is from Benjamin Franklin. So, uh, Mr. Franklin says, quote, tell me, and I forget, teach me, and I may remember, involve me, and I learn. Mm. So recapping, tell me, and I forget, teach me, and I may remember, involve me, and I learn. I love that quote. What does that mean as a mentor, as a leader, as a parent, as a father? What are your initial thoughts before I ramble on about my uh it makes insight. me think of uh we, we may have even touched a bit on this maybe last episode i'm maybe mm-hmm. mixing these up but the phrase came up that comes to mind is more is caught than taught and mm-hmm. i'm not saying I, I think i've heard that from uh probably some dave ramsey personality not quite sure uh off the top of my head but sure i felt that's what you're right and maybe and that's not just for parenthood, but I think learning in general, like, um, but yeah, that's, that's my initial thoughts. What about you? No, I, I have found as an adult that, you know, if I could have told myself as a student in college or even as a young student, high school and, uh, and before going even further back, I would sit myself down and say, Hey, here's how you really learn something in a concrete way, not just recall for a test, right? right. That's kind of a different right. strategy, yeah. but absorbing and integrating something into 
my knowledge base into my habits is exactly what old Ben, Ben Franklin, Ben Kenobi, Ben Franklin. That's the one. Yeah. Ben Franklin. Tell me. And I forget that that's me. That's even me in adulthood. It's like, oh yeah. Yeah. Take the trash. You out. have to yeah, tell me like a thousand out. times before I remember. Yeah. Pretty much teach me. And I may remember mm-hmm. I've been to a lot of training for a lot of topics. I recall many of them, yeah. uh, but not all the details. Yeah. Involve yeah. me, and I learned, hey, come up here. Come demonstrate this. Um, yep. Apply so, it, you know, during, yeah. I think there's a, in, in, in leadership, there's probably a little bit of a fallacy out there that if you're taking the time to teach people, sit down and be like, here's what you need to know. Um, that's really not getting them all the way. Uh, repetition will be required if it's just teaching. But if you really pull somebody in and give them some responsibility, delegate something to them, teach them a true principle and empower them yep. to act, involve them. So why does this kind of, for me, lead into a discussion about fatherhood in the future and fatherhood mm-hmm. looking forward. I think that's the biggest um, warning mm. uh, I would follow. And yeah. I probably give out to our listeners is you can't replace time with your kids. And if you want them to learn something yeah. uh, that's important, things of importance, right. That can be different for everybody. And I'm not talking you know, the theological things. I'm not talking book smarts. I'm not talking career. I'm just saying anything of importance, take your value system, take your uh, loves and passions and the things that you want your children to know and to do because they know And that takes involving, involving them. So Mm -hmm. I love that our generation really has a tendency to pull the cover off the book. Oh yeah. I think our parents looked back and said, you see that book on the shelf right there? That's this little nugget of knowledge, whether that's finances or sex or education or technology. Um, and, And it's not because they didn't have that information. I think they were from that generation, the baby boomer or the children of the baby boomers who were basically shown there's a book over there. And when the yeah. time comes, you'll be initiated. We'll take down right? this special book. Adam we'll take down this book and, the, and we'll, we'll crack it open and we'll go, oh, did you catch that? Yeah. Pretty uh, crazy, put huh? Put it back on the shelf so you can buy your own book. That's right. right. <laughs> I feel like our generation is more like, book? I've got the Kindle. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, swipe through all of it. Let's have the discussion. Let's talk about it now. Yeah. Uh, I think that's great. I think Mm -hmm. that's great. That's great. So what I, what I, you know, would be concerned about for the future is just with the access, the ease of access to Mm -hmm. information uh, that we have to involve our kids, but are we picking the very best? Are we selecting uh, now that there's volumes and volumes on our fingertips? Oh yeah. Are we taking time to give them the best of what's there? Well, this so that's this a bunch of metaphor, everybody. Sorry about yeah. that. No, no, no. You're probably that, all like lost in a library out there. <laughs> what? I are we still on the bookshelf? We're we're walking down these 
corridors. It makes it, it actually makes me think of are we in the restricted section for those yes, fence? Like that's get out of the restricted section. That's what I'm enough. talking about. Um, so our generation, there is no restricted section. Oh yeah. Yeah. Everything's 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 access. everything's fair game. Yeah. But to your point, but, I've heard this uh the Library of Congress, if you read mm-hmm. nonstop for your whole life, okay. you wouldn't even finish like a tenth of all the books in the Library of Congress. Oh, I believe it. I believe right? it. There's just so yep. many books out there, right? So we have to be selective as to what mm-hmm. we consume, right? You're saying the best, right? Good, better, best. There's tons of good in the world, which is great. That's not a bad thing. And then there's right. there's you know, you can you can sift through all that good stuff and find the better stuff, and then mm. even the best recommended or the best you know researched or, or da, da 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 da. And I think we often do that. I think our generation does this searching. We look for those ratings. We look yeah. for the stars. We look for that's right, right. And it's it's kind of built into each of these platforms we we look for, and it, and that can be false sometimes. But yeah, you know, yeah I think sure. we have to fill through that, and then. I think the biggest test of that is as we're actually consuming it and reading, like, oh yeah, this is really well put together. That's right. All these people are bogus, right? It, it, we can tell by the actual product. Um, so I think I think we've got a handle on that, but I think it's it's a great way. Like, we may be consumers of that, but as fathers and and teachers to our family and children, um, to teach in that method, right? Incorporate yeah. them. Um, I think this this reminds me of. How I mentioned, you know, sometimes when I go down and hit that treadmill back to the exercise thing, it was something I wanted to put more in my life, but I kind of had that dad guilt a little bit too, to say, well, but if I go like isolate myself or head to the gym or whatever, right. We talked about this. It's, it's going away from family and isolation. Right. But now that I have this opportunity to do this at home to involve, you know, my son, he'll come down and just he thinks it's play, right? He plays around on all this equipment, but he's yeah. actually kind of exercising at the same time and having fun and spending time with me. So I think he's Better learning more. Yeah. He's learning more. And back to your quote, um, involving him, he's going to, he's going to retain more of that information during that time. than me just saying here, watch this, you know, movie about it or oh, you'll cover that. In school, <laughs> right. Right. Leave yeah. it up to somebody else. Mm. Not a good idea. Not yeah. a good idea. It's not a bad idea, but it's not the best. I think we're talking we're talking kind of better and best. Yep. My, the light bulb in my head is flashing. Yes, as you were having that uh, that sharing those those feelings and those thoughts. Because another aspect of this that's really important when you talk about you know getting to the cream of life, the most important yeah. mm-hmm. that that has substance. You know, again, not trying to use a random metaphor, but sure. uh, in in nutrition and eating, there's you know, there's pound for pound uh, foods and even combination of foods that have different nutritional density. Oh yeah, right. That the value mm-hmm. pound per pound is absolutely different among naturally naturally occurring and processed foods, right, yep. and unprocessed, right, all those things. Um, so what I, what I'm thinking is that the connection I'm making is, you know, looking forward, yes, we need to continue to involve our children. That's the present. Let's do that. Yeah. And in the future, the hope should be, and the effort should be moving towards helping them to know how to recognize, don't just give them the best of the best, right? Mm -hmm. 
yeah. and doing that through involve them, but help them understand the the way to find it for themselves, mm. right? Yeah. That's that whole other Mention level path, of like yeah. you're you're ready to go, you're ready to navigate a world overinformed or you know yeah. arguably misinformed because of the over prevalence of information and don't be discouraged. Yeah. Don't give up. Yeah. That can, don't that can seem like a huge mountain to climb. Right. I mean, even for ourselves uh, yeah. and then let alone, you know, if we think we have a lot of information, that's only going to like the rate again, putting on my data science hat a little bit here. The, uh, the rate of information saved is growing exponentially. Like, Oh yeah. Like the number of terabytes of data is just going to keep growing. It's, it's crazy. Yes, sir. So it makes me think of uh, one thing, and then I'm going to uh, shift gears a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Um, have you read the book Essentialism? No. Greg, Greg McCown. Well, I'm writing it down right now, everybody. Yeah, I have. Maybe we'll do a book review on this. I know I've, I've pre-read it, but it's been at least a couple of years, so it would mm-hmm. be somewhat of yeah. a fresh read. So Greg McCown, you can find him, I think, on LinkedIn, Twitter. I'm sure he's on a few platforms. Uh, don't quote me on that. but. Um, I know because I follow him on LinkedIn. Wrote it down. He'll have these yeah. little clips, and he is all about essentialism. That's a big thing. What is essential in your life? Do more of that. What isn't? Say no to. Drop it. Yeah. Drop it. Just and, say no. Yeah. <laughs> and between that advice and the advice from, um, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss his name here, but I think Greg mentions it in his book as well. So I'll just refer to him. But if it isn't a yes, it's a no. Now, what I mean by that is is when you get requests, you get requests, hey, can you help me with this? Does this feel comfortable to you? If you're not jumping out and saying, oh, yes, I could do that, it's probably a no. And -hmm. that simplifies so many things. Because oftentimes, our time isn't our own time, whether that's, you know, helping other people, things like that. If you have time, you have the space, and you have the ability, you'll probably be like, oh, yeah, I can do that. But if you're kind of like, and you're trying to find a way to say yes, let me check my schedule. Oh, it's going to be like six months from now. Like, chances are it's enough. Just say no. Yeah. Um, And so, anyway, look at those resources. Great book. He has great videos. Uh, And if you're homeschooling, uh, his wife has homeschooled for years. And they've got some videos on that as well. It's all that stuff, I believe, is all free. You can just look it up. So, um, that's so slick, man. Yeah. I'm excited to pick that up and take a look at that, especially based on our discussion tonight mm-hmm. and the series that we've had. Uh, everybody out there, I hope you recognize, again, this is not a uh, pure self-improvement discussion. Yeah, You know, it's two fathers talking about some wins, some losses, yep. um, but ultimately never giving up, yep. not giving up. Um, our, our job is, uh, I think my, my philosophy is that like the generations before us, they did the best with what they had, yeah. uh, with hopes to make, uh, their children's lives better. And I know that's no different, uh, for all of us as, as millennials yeah. and, uh, as just members in society. So that's really all I've got tonight. Chaz, Turn it over to you. Yeah, yeah. So I'll I'll shift gears a little bit here. It's still on Ooh, the same shift. lines. Shifting. Are we up shifting or uh, down shifting? I don't know. Never mind. Don't uh, answer. 
<laughs> we'll find out here in a minute. But oh. <laughs> um, to we're in neutral, we're going nowhere. Thanks a lot. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, the this topic for me, it I make it like fatherhood. I think it's a big responsibility. So I want to talk about that. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to read this quote here. This is from, uh, and just, well, I'm gonna, I'll tell you where it's from later, but first I just want you to, whatever it's source, just yep. listen and see yep. if this rings true to your inner Copy. soul. All right. Uh, so by divine design, fathers are to preside over their families in love and righteousness and are responsible to provide the necessities of life and protection for their families. Mm. Just let that let that hang out out there. So in here, a couple points, right? Father, the position of father is is by design, does divine design, and we've got some key words in here: uh, love, righteousness, and preside. We may need to define that, um, and then responsible to provide necessities of life and protection for our family. Right. Let's go ahead and define preside okay. um, because I think this it's it's older term perhaps and people need yeah. So preside is definitely not it's not exercised very much, right? It's not right. in the daily repertoire. Like, hey, how did you preside today? Like, <laughs> don't, don't you have to be a president to preside? Isn't that how that works? Preside over meetings, maybe. Um, but so yeah, it's my old. I don't know. I mean, we could Google it real quick, but. I, my, my interpretation of this word is mm -hmm. it's not ruler, right? I can okay. find it like what it's not. It's not ruler. It's not like chief. It's not boss. It's not uh, my way or the highway. Preside, okay. I think, is just to perhaps lead a group. And your group, when you're married, is you and your spouse. Your tribe. Yeah. Your tribe. So, For sure. um, it doesn't necessarily mean you get final word and if there's a tie because there's two votes that your vote has more weight. I, I, I don't think that's what it means. It's, I just think it yeah. means we have we have the responsibility to make sure those conversations are happening. And yeah. I think that I, I'll stop it there. I don't know. You got presiding. Yeah. No, it's it, like I said, it's not it's not a word that's in the daily vocabulary anymore. Right. <laughs> um, I haven't been uh, sent any presiding emojis yeah. uh, recently. Well, so I agree. Like it seems to be one of those elusive concepts, uh, maybe for the average person, because it's not something that's 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 used often. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think it's. Uh, to preside sometimes uh you think of like a judge in a in a courtroom and uh, as a kid i'm like yeah the judge is the one who makes the rules it's like no the judge doesn't make the rules and i'm not trying to go current event i'm not trying sure. to go political out there yeah but there is at a national level at the federal level there's a process right now that's being mm -hmm. uh, undertaken to accept or reject a, a new supreme court justice and that person's role, whoever fills that role, will be to preside. Mm -hmm. I think that's the proper use of that um, as a Supreme Court judge. And that's an active role. So it implies activity mm -hmm. of some sort, right? Yep. It applies some delegation of authority, but it doesn't really, right. by the book, I, I don't think it implies a certain level. Okay. 
Yeah, um, but there is some authority or delegation. Seniority, there. yeah, it's kind of there's not like a all, all those things I don't think fit right. Yeah, like seniority, right. it's like you're you're presiding, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like a judge to preside in a courtroom to preside on the Supreme Court means that you are uh, given responsibility to listen mm-hmm. and to and to interpret right yep and to and to weigh in yeah um well i like the judge idea because right the judge doesn't make new law right the judge compares it to existing laws or rules and weighs both sides like you said actively listening participating and just saying does this fit in this category of upholding the law or breaking the law Right. And then that's that's a discussion. Um, so and really, I think now that we've talked through this, this is really what's been on my mind about fatherhood is okay. the lack of emphasis on the father to preside. OK, I think and maybe I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, people, but at least the way it's portrayed is that, you know, the wives have become this go all do all superwoman. have to not only, you know, run the kids everywhere, have to think through everything they need and have, you know, they are just super mom, right? There's this whole like yeah. super mom thing going on and, and how the dad is again, portrayed, this isn't probably real life. And, you know, Hollywood's making their assumptions. The, the dads, while she's doing all this, he's at work and then he comes home, eats, eats the dinner she cooked in and watches sports or something, or goes out for dinner yeah, with the guys. Kind of the right? bumbling idiot. Yeah. The, the, and so it's like, well, no, a good father can preside over these things. We can think ahead of these things and be like, yeah. hey, we need to discuss this. We need, how's, how's you know, Jimmy and, and uh, whatever other names of children could be <laughs> how how are their education going? what are they learning can i actually participate in that like if you're stuck in this home school scenario like are you checking up with your kids on that like are you asking how they're doing how are they progressing yeah. are you helping them set goals and achieve those goals whether that's school uh sports uh anything they're interested in like we you know anything yeah. they're interested in because we're interested in like this whole piece of it i think lies on our shoulders not to again run yeah. everything and not you know work with our, our spouse our wives on these things but i think the kickoff the discussion the thought and some of the action there again can be shared but i think that comes to us like i think that's what this is saying and it's and then it tacks on the words in love and righteousness right so I mean, yeah it gives a qualifier you're not a dictator doing this nope. with force and uh, you know, slave driving. Um, right. It's, it's, it frames it, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Is that bringing in? Yeah, I think I'm, points up for you. I'm, I'm bringing, uh, I'm bringing in a cycle. I'm seeing a process. Yeah. I've got this concept we talked about earlier and we've talked about on previous episodes on this series about being involved and being present. Right. Yeah. And yeah. thanks to old Benny Frank, uh, Franklin involved me and I learn. Mm-hmm. And that helps you as a father to better preside yeah. over or with your spouse and over your children. 
And over is kind of a, it, it seems like it's a word automatically of authoritarianism, but it's, it, it's not intended to be that. I, I'll try and think of a better word to use, but it's the yeah. same way in that the Supreme Court uh, is, is over the lesser courts. That's what it is. So in your life, there are lesser courts um, to continue to run with this metaphor, like schools and churches and uh, the government, um, television shows, all mm-hmm. these things. There, yeah. there are lesser courts for your children to be exposed to the rules of life, how to be successful, how to navigate morals, values, um, who they're going to be, what opportunities they have before them. Yeah. But you, along with your spouse, I'm going to say, are those presiding authorities in your home to say, no, we're the highest court of the land here to weigh in. So the more that you're involved with your children, it's like doing that research. Like you said, you know, mm-hmm. an attorney and a judge are going to look at that precedent and they're going to interpret the law typically based on the original intent of the law and apply it to the situation at hand. So if you want your family to grow, you're probably going to need to go back and research and look at what helps families and individuals to grow, what Mm -hmm. strengthens relationships versus what doesn't. And you're going to have to look up multiple sources and you're going to have to be ready to weigh in when the time comes, when the time for planning, uh, time for planning is over when decisions are made. And that's your role as a parent to make decisions. I'm definitely seeing that, but to do it Mm -hmm. in a way that you're presiding and you're looking uh, out for the best uh, for your family. And that, and that will require you to be involved. And the more that you're involved will make you a better support and judge in your home. That's all I got. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. So I'm going to, I'm going to issue this challenge. I'm going to give another resource here. So the app, if you're, uh, I don't, I'm sure it has the same name on Android. I, I just know because of my dice on Apple here. It's called Living. Mm. And in here, um, not only for yourself, but for your family. So the, these would be the four areas. So we mentioned like goals. Yep. And not only goes for yourself, but for, for your family, for your spouse. For like, I think everybody in the family should have these goals and should be working towards this. Um, there's an uh, idiom in Chinese that comes to mind. It's Bu Jin Zetui. And that stands for if you're not progressing, you're digressing. Yeah, sure. And if you're not changing, you're gro- you're you're dying. Yeah, there's it, it basically mm. it, there's always up and down. There's no like these yep. plateaus are false plateaus. Like they're right. They're where you think you're fine, but you're probably actually going downhill a little bit. Just trying to right. You're sliding. You're sliding sure. downhill. Um, and in here, you can set goals for yourself and for your family. It's free. Nice. And you can choose spiritual, social, physical, and intellectual. So these would be the four quadrants I'd recommend thinking through as a father. Yeah. For yourself, start with yourself first. It's kind of like the whole cliche airplane scenario where it's like, put your mask on first before you help others. Yeah. Um, Sad. <laughs> yeah. Because if you pass out, you can't times. put it on your kids. Um, That's right. So, but I think if we, as an audience out there, if you and I'll do this. I'm, I'm working on this with my family as well. It's something I'm going through and maybe just review it. I don't know, say once a month. Mm. If you feel you need to review it with the family more, like we actually sat down, I got whiteboards for everybody. And I said, hey. okay, let's, let's draw these quadrants. Just make a, you know, a figure four, like you do your plus sign, divide it, your, your paper yep. or whiteboard into four sections. 
And we wrote spiritual, social, physical, and intellectual. And just said, what are you interested in? You know, we sat down after dinner. This only took like Man. 10 minutes. And and we just, you know, me and my spouse chatted. We involved our son. And, and you know, we had to explain some of these to him. Um, and for, for example, his social goal, I remember it. It was, I want to spend more time with my friends, right? Because he's locked in his house. And right, so right. as parents, then we were like, okay, how can we help you achieve that goal this week? Mm-hmm. And so then we were able to, to kind of do this. But um, it was also interesting because then, you know, I talked about one of mine today. One of my goals is the physical, right? I want to be healthy and around to actually be active with my kids for a long time. So yeah. I'm taking steps to do that. And if they both know that, they're, they're more supportive for me because they know my goal and why. And even just, you know, writing yeah. this down, you may be surprised of, of some of the, some of these answers and you may learn more about your family and all you have to do is kick this discussion yep. off. And if, yep. if you're, you know, anti-paper, you like the apps, the apps there, <laughs> it'll, it'll help you. Right. But I think that right. that would be the challenge. I think we could actually make some really good progress in our own homes, you know, in your homes. Uh, even if you just think through this and you may not pull the trigger on this for a little while, but that's my challenge. Put the challenge out there. I love and I'll follow up in a couple, you know, episodes, uh, leave some comments below if you've done these, but again, uh, some resources, the app is called living. Uh, if you want to do that. And again, the quadrants, uh, let me rattle them off here, spiritual, social, physical, and intellectual. There's no requirements on how many under each. Maybe you don't have one for one of those yet. And you're just thinking about it. Maybe you have 10. And you need to balance your life and read that essentially because you need to get some <laughs> you of those off your problems. list. You no, got to. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just uh, I think so. Think through that and some of those words. And I guess I'll, solid advice. I'll give the uh, source. This is a family proclamation quote. Uh, if you ever looked it up, just search family proclamation. That's where we, you know, that, that what I read through earlier. That's the source. Um, look it up. The whole document's great. Great. Uh, detail on family and how it's ordained and blessed of God. Um, and if you get, if you don't believe in that, just maybe see, read it, see if it rings true and practice the principles that yeah. are true and it, uh, uplift and help you in your life. Redact your own copy. Yeah. What ends? Yeah, that's fine. It's all good. Then that's so. great. What a way to look forward to the future, not just setting the type of January beginning of the year goals, which by the way, Right now when we're recording this, it's October. It's not yeah. even close. Right. So this isn't even yeah. a matter of convenience. This isn't like New Year resolution. I only do goals no New Year. No. no. Like, don't no. Do something else. Yeah. Get involved. It'll pave a way for your future. And, uh, you know, be a good millennial, everybody. Everybody listen to your kids. Talk to them. Yep. Uh, get involved and preside. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Preside. Let us know if you have other definitions for preside. But I think we, I think we did a good job. I think this is great. I think this is mm-hmm. really gonna. I'm excited to revisit this because you know we did this exercise maybe a couple months ago, and I want to bring some more light to it. Um, yeah. Have you given it a try? Have you tried doing goals with the kiddos? I haven't. Them, I haven't. Like we will. I haven't. So, we will. That's why this is the future episode, I guess. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll fall back up on this. I think this is this is key. I I know when people set their minds to things, you you may you may have felt this like. You put your mind to something you're like, yeah, yeah, someday I want to do that. And you go and you eventually get to that. It may take some time. It may take some learning. It may take all these other things, but you get there. And that in its own form is, is a type of goal setting. We don't 
You know, if you want to start right. set those smart goals, you know, go for it. If you just want to put a one word down and that's your you know focus, great. Um, but I know for in in my life, the the goals have been what have guided me. It's what has given me focus. And and often if and, and maybe some of you feel like this, um, and I do at times where I'm just like, ah, oh, I just my brain is kind of foggy. I'm just floating yep. through life. It's Groundhog's right. Day every day for us. <laughs> I've seen it. Bill Murray, check out the movie. Classico. Um, it's just over and over again. I, I wake up, I come, I sit in this exact chair. Uh, I do it every day. <laughs> and and you can really get lost in this today. Yeah, man. And yep. I think if you have, you know, if you have a place you can put these goals just visually, uh, somewhere where you're at every day, maybe where you, you know, get ready you know, tape it on the bathroom mirror, put it where yeah. the clothes are. Just, just a quick glance. Hey, by the way, if you have a normal mirror, try erase markers. Yeah. Don't use permanent. Don't blame me, people. Dry uh, erase. Yeah. Dry erase. And yeah. just, just, just it, it will keep your mind in the right direction. You're going to think about other people. You're going to think of how you can help them accomplish theirs as well as your goals. And guess what that's going to come off as as, as a father. You're going to, you're going to do it in love and in righteousness, which, you know, some of those keywords, but I'm going to throw this out there and this is maybe a little prideful, but Mm-mm. be that dad or that husband that all the girls chat about because they're like, <laughs> I can't believe, I can't believe your husband does that for you. Or I can't believe he yeah. did that. Like be that cool of a guy that you're the one that gets talked to. Yep. And then, you know, if we, if we all do that, like, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. Maybe that's bad, bro. I think that's cool. Like, everybody, we're going to see if that makes the final cut. I'm joking. This is who we are. This is our conversation. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for joining. This has been a lot of fun. It's been a good series. Uh, We are going to be ending the episode, but you know what? There's a lot more coming. Excited to cover more books, more topics. Thank you for taking the time, everybody. We hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Uh, be sure to subscribe to continue to get more content of extraordinary quality. See you next time.